Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson. That's me, bitches! (laughs) And no Chris Worm. What up? What up? Look at this. Wow, I feel free. I feel open. I feel no negativity from Chris. We're ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) We just watched episode 11 of the challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies. We saw Kyle screw the Ruby team, Ed sacrifice himself for Logan, and some wrestling over a stick. We're gonna do Killed It or Send It Home, Jameson's Juicy Deets, and MVPs and Losers. But first, Jameson, I have a question for you. Ed's friend Logan is hurt. He goes into this meeting. He knows it might be him. What should he have done then? And then what should he have done once he was down on the dirt? Well, coming from uh, a nice guy, I'm a nice guy. I've been known to be a nice guy. People have said I am the uh, less muscular uh, Ed um, and not from Philly. Um, I, I get what he's doing. You know, he has a heart. He feels bad. You know, the guy's got a gimp leg, this beautiful, you know, Spaniard um, who, you know, just is basically screwed if he goes in there, right? If he were to go into the pole wrestling. But look, lots of people get injured. I think his decision to do this, is, as much as nice guy me was sitting on the couch watching nice guy Ed thinking, oh, I get it, buddy. You, you know, your heart says to do this. No, it's, it's a fucking game. And I love that a lot of players called him out on that. I mean, you barely know the guy. I get that he's injured. You feel bad. But, you know, like, just fucking sorry. Don't do it. I, I think, you know, what he should have done is sat there and shut the fuck up, not said anything, and maybe you'll get lucky and you won't go in. Because this isn't like past seasons where you need a, you know, a gold skull or whatever. No, this is like, Make it till you fucking can. And especially as a rookie, you haven't had to go in yet. So, I, I, I mean, I just, look, I respect it. I get it. It's nice. It's, you know, heartfelt. But it bit you in the ass. And you did it to yourself. So, I think it was a bad move. I agree. They're not real friends. They yeah. just met. And you don't need to do anything. You don't need to volunteer him. You don't need it. You just sit there. Just wait it out. I know that you feel bad. That would suck. You know, the guy's on one leg. He would have been a sacrificial lamb. But man, what, what, are you, what are you trying to prove here, you know? Like, it's not your best friend. You're not really saving anybody. These two may never be on a challenge together, together ever again. I love what Ashley said. I don't usually love what Ashley says. But she's like, you won't talk to this guy in a few months. And it's true. And like Josh would say, he's not a real-life friend, okay? He's not a real life friend that you need to, you know, be there for. Look, everyone can be cordial and nice and, you know, you create alliances and you, you know, make promises, you break from whatever. But end of the day, man, like I, he would have gone in. They would someone would have put him in um, because he, he doesn't have any love interest going on right now. He doesn't have any real like huge alliances. He, he definitely would have gone in. And maybe, yes, Ed, you would have gone in too, but you would have rocked that dude. So pretty dumb, yeah. dumb. So then when he gets down there, who do you choose to wrestle against if not Kyle? I mean, I would have chose Kyle if, if, I, if, if I was in that situation. And I wouldn't – I feel like – I mean, yes, I, you know, he probably – I don't know if he had the knowledge that Kyle had done it before, if he didn't. But I, between those three, for me, I mean, I, I'm wrestling Kyle just because I feel like his strength isn't as much. But as we can see, I think the lengthiness – matters you know but he, ed made a good point he's like he's so long i can't push off of him to like tear it away 
he's just, I mean, and Ed tossed him around. Um, so, you know, I guess, you know, maybe you have a better chance with Corey or Nelson, but they're, they're beasts too. So you're kind of damned if you do. I, I still would have gotten Kyle, I, I think, if I were in his shoes. We've now seen that, I guess, his body type is a plus in the pole wrestle, but yeah. you would think that the short squat guy yeah. wrestling would be the way to go. So I agree. If he didn't know any of that history, I think I would have picked Kyle too. Yeah, I mean, I, with, with, I mean, I texted you after that first commercial break, I and mean, he was tossing him around. I really thought he was going to take it. Um, but it's just all about the it's kind of, it is about wrestling, you know. I did wrestling for about two weeks, uh, then I quit. Um, when I was a kid, uh, I just couldn't handle it. I remember the, the coach said, You're gonna be able to do the splits by the end of the season, and I was like, I'm out, like, I, I don't want to do the splits, I, it hurts. Um, but, anyways, I remember in those two weeks, they taught us a valuable lesson, and it's all about getting that leverage and angle so that your, your part, opponent is in such an awful position that they're not necessarily – you're not beating them with strength, but they're just in such an uncomfortable position that they got to tap out. And that's what, you know, Kyle was doing to him that way, especially in that second uh, W. You know, he had his arm, like, twisted backwards. It, it was over. Yeah, it, it, I guess it's all about those angles, unlike uh, what Ed was doing, which was just – trying to pile drive him when he was doing like WWF style wrestling. I mean, what do you think Kyle weighs? He seems pretty tall, right? So I bet yeah. he weighs over 200 pounds. Totally. I mean, he's probably, I would say like 240, maybe. I mean, 250. Like, and Ed just like literally lifted him up and like threw him down three times. Crazy. Yeah. He- he kept acting like Ed was so much bigger than him, like muscularity wise. Kyle's a fairly big guy. Yeah, like, totally. If Kyle hung out with me and my friends, he would be by far the biggest guy there. I would know? be I would be at his waist. I would be at his waist, looking up at his dentures, getting blinded by him. <laughs> so there's no question about it. <laughs> So, speaking of Kyle, did he pick the right choice to leave his team and join another one? I mean, I think, you know, he did, but it's going to fucking cause some some chaos. CT did not seem happy. The thing about Kyle, which I found interesting tonight, and I'm interested to hear your opinion, everyone's rooting for him and cheering for him, but do people like Kyle? I just can't tell. I feel like they're, yeah, a few, but he's annoying to us because he is not funny and he's just kind of a lot to take in, but he has to be a lot to them too, right? Yeah, because it's a good point because it seems like he has like, you know, socially like half friends there, right? It's not like he has a lot of good friends there because he's not a loyal guy. And he gets into a lot of the fake argument fights like we see he's about to get into another one. Uh, Right when they get home. Right when they get home, it looks like. Yeah. So... I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's as hated as other people, but I also can imagine he's like great friends with anybody off the show. I mean, he definitely made a good, like, look, even with like, you know, Corey, we saw that team, they barely squeaked that thing out and Kyle fucked it up. And then for him to leave, I mean, I think they're, they're probably better with, with Nelson uh, from a, you know, competition standpoint, unless there's any puzzles, then the whole team is fucked. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I think it was a good decision for him for, on a personal level, but on a you know a bigger game level, I don't know. It's going to have some repercussions for sure. 
But the fact that everybody was pissed off about what he did probably means that it was the right choice game-wise. Yes, I think so. I mean, who else is on that team? CT is on that team. Um, Who else we got? Isn't that the Ashley team? Yes, Ashley. I mean, it's going to be a pretty solid team. It's just, man, man, Tori's team is just fucking stacked. Like, they, they really are. Other than... Other than Josh, can we just talk about it real quick? Did Josh is Josh the luckiest fucking person in the history of the challenge being on that team? But he walks around as if he has oh. fuck all to do with them winning every week. Like he's like, "You do this, we win. We're on, we're on a great streak. I feel a great part of this team." It's like you're the water boy of this team, you know? Hundred percent, dude. Feels really great to be on uh, the winner's circle again, guys. Oh, what should we do? Huh? A lot of winning decisions we got to make. I love this. Like, he's fucking eating it up, man. <laughs> we totally switched topics here. We told, Back to Kyle. What do you think? What, do you, what did you think about his decision? I mean, it was, it was the right thing to do, I think. Yeah. Like, he's, it's already proven that he's going to be the first vet to be thrown down any chance other people get. Nobody trusts him. And for some reason, they think he's a layup. And maybe he is in certain things because he's never made a final. But, you know, he's won a fair amount of eliminations at this point. And the ones that he doesn't, he always at least impresses as far as, like, he's pretty tough, I think, in the yeah. eliminations. He never goes easily. Remember the one he was, like, throwing up afterwards from his <laughs> room? Broke his yeah. finger and handled it way better than I would. He's won a bunch of pole wrestles. Like, I don't – he's not a layup, so – No, he's definitely grown and gotten a lot better as the seasons have come on. Yeah, so I think he's in a good situation right now. It's just nobody else is happy about it. Wait, let me ask you a question. Maybe I missed this uh, at the end of the episode. Why did Nel- – why was Nelson the one that had to switch teams? I think he picked. He picked Nelson to, yeah. to switch over. Okay, I, I didn't hear that part. Which is a great wrinkle, and oh yeah, I'm now I'm loving the teams. I was unsure of it last week. I feel like oh, I'm all about it now too. Yeah, because of that rule, it's really good. That rule alone, you know, being able to switch teams and pick who has to leave is just fucking. Look at those challenge producers, man. They they came with the gold skull. That was good for two seasons, and now this like it's it's. I, they're going to run out of ideas at some point, but um, it's it's excellent. Yeah, great job, great job, producers. So Chris invented this next segment, but we'll have to carry on without him. <laughs> Let's do Shout Kill Bill. Let's do it. You go first this time, Danny. You're always throwing it to us. You go this time. All right, I got one here. So everybody. This episode is talking about, I got to win a million dollars for this. I got to stay around and win a million dollars for this. I have to win, you know? So, killed it if over 50% of the cast members actually expect to have a chance to win or send it home if it's less. Not what they say on the show. Deep down, do they actually think they have a shot to win? Uh, Okay, I'm sending it home. Because I think you, we all know how we stack up in life. You know, you know, hey, I'm kind of good looking, but I'm not fucking CT good looking, you know, or Corey good looking. Or, you know, you think about it and you go, okay, I'm smart, 
but I'm not Danny smart, you know? Like, so you have like these layers in life and you just know you can, you stack up in different ways. They're going on this show and they're looking at these fucking beasts and these people that like, you know, own it. I mean, come on, Big T, get out of here. Like, you're not sitting there. I love you, Big T, but you're not really sitting there thinking, I could win this. I could win the challenge. No, not at all. You know, like that one chick with the giant forehead, I can't remember her name. Um, she, she's not going to win. She knows she's not going to win. Like, come on. Like, it's just not going to happen. So I'm sorry for the forehead remark. I can't remember her name, but that's, that's how I do it. I'm like, uh, I'm like Steve Carell from the office. I just think of things to like connect it. Oh, big forehead. Um, I, I know who you're talking about, but I refuse to name her because I don't want to be in on this insult of yours. <laughs> okay, go. Cool. She's Irish or something. Um, anyways, yeah, I, I just think definitely send it home. I just feel like, you know, you know, in your core, maybe there's a, peop, a few people on the edge, but not over 50%, not over 50%. Yeah, I'm sending it home too. I think most of these people are coming on to be on a TV show and they know yeah. that they have no prayer of making it. And as we've seen, unless it's a team winning the championship, you have no prayer of like lucking into one. Like Amber came out of nowhere a little bit last year, but then you saw the way she ran, she like earned it. It was just yeah. season you didn't see it. But otherwise it's like not that many people win this show. It's really difficult and you have to be really good. And most of these people, I think, know that they have no shot. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of luck and you know, definitely some skill. But then once it comes to the finale, that shit is like crazy. Like, it's way harder than all these people think and that they could even do. So, yeah. Yeah. They're, 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 they're here for the TV show check and the TV show fame. Yeah. Um, all right. I got one. Uh, I noticed – I don't know if this was just my TV or my, you know, broadcast of the show, but I noticed the first, like, 20 minutes, every, you know, five minutes or so, a big old QR code came fucking flashing on the screen that you could scan – to get official challenge gear, okay? So they were really trying to sell it tonight. So killed it or sent it home, killed it for sporting challenge gear as a regular person out in the world, or send it home, what are you doing with that? Like, why are you wearing that? What do you, what do you, what do you got, Dave? Um, you know, I'm gonna, say killed it on this one and not because i would wear challenge gear but i would get a <laughs> real kick out of seeing somebody in the wild wearing challenge gear and i might have to say something to them and uh this is where i'll admit and i didn't get official uh merchandise sorry mtv but i did buy my nephew a little challenge onesie probably off etsy or something that's amazing so someone in my life is wearing challenge gear and uh makes me proud every time he he wears that trashy onesie. <laughs> he has no idea what he's representing by wearing. <laughs> hey, does do are his parents fans? Or, or yeah, just yeah, you? Yeah. Okay, okay. I was like, wait a minute. You just got it for him. Like, you're gonna love this show, kid. <laughs> yeah, you know, I went back and forth on a little bit, but I I agree with you. I'm gonna kill it. I think it's one of those niche kind of shows now these days where if you saw someone wearing it, if I saw like a shirt with CT carrying bananas. Or, you know, just the challenge or, or you know, one of or you killed it, uh, you know, like I would know right away and get psyched and I, it would be a great conversation starter because, you know, it's funny. We do this podcast and 
I go, you know, you talk to people, you go, oh, I got to do a podcast tonight. They go, what, what for? Oh, is it, is it about politics? Is it about the current climate? Is it about, you know, like comedy? No, it's about this show called MTV Real World Road Rules Challenge. Ever heard of it? Oh, yeah, I stopped watching that like 16 years ago. So I think, you know, if someone's sporting, you know, the gear, it's, you know, you would have a nice little conversation started. So I'll, I'll, I'll kill it. I'll kill it. Because it's one of those shows that, um, you know, when I tell people about this, I either get a blank stare back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look like that's pathetic. <laughs> just so pumped to talk about it. Like yes. Yes. Challenge, you're diehard. There's no in between. It's not like, oh, I catch it every couple of weeks. It's like if you're into the challenge. Totally. Totally. And, and those are the best people. And those are the, you know, those 17 people that listen to our podcast. Like they love it and we love it. And that's why, you know, I almost scan, Danny. I almost, I almost scan, but I can just, I'm sure MTV has plenty of ways for me to buy gear other than just scanning a QR code. Maybe before next week, we should peruse the official store and, and give a little review of, of what they, of the wares they have for sale. Yeah, we should get Chris something for, you know, his little trip, you know, like, hey man, we missed you, but now we all got to wear gear every week. He'll love that. He'll love required clothing that we have to wear every week. Time to get juicy. With Jameson's Juicy Deets. All right. Did someone order Deets for one? Well, I got you, buddy. Here he is. He's raising his hand. He's, his mouth is watering for some Deets. <laughs> um, so, you know, Danny, I got a couple Deets tonight. A lot of fun ones. A lot of, you know, different ones. But, um. I'm excited to share, you know, a few smaller deets, and then I'll get to the juicier one. So, Tori, there are rumors going around. I always love a good Tori deed, as you know. There's uh, rumors going around that Tori pays people, pays for their vacations, so they will be in her alliance. Um, I thought that was really crazy, really ridiculous. And multiple people, I guess she paid for Josh. Um, I guess she paid for Fessy at one point. She must be loaded or something, but she's paying for their vacations. What do you think of that, about that? Well, you had mentioned that she paid for Fessy's vacation to Turks and Caicos, which sounded a little weird to me. And then it really sounds weird to pay for Josh's vacation. Yes. Where, where is all this money coming from? That's what I'm wondering. Like it. It's really weird. And it's a weird thing to try to get someone in your alliance. I'm going to pay for your vacation. So you, I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird. I thought, and it keeps popping up now, like multiple, like multiple sources are saying it. Um, and I just thought it was very strange. I also, uh, I don't want to go on vacation with anyone that I would feel is mooching off of me. And she must. Yeah. Be yeah. Huh. I hate that feeling, you know, when someone pays for something for you and then they like, continue to like try to pay for things you're like okay enough like that was really nice that you did it the one time and then they always like kind of remind you in passive aggressive ways i don't yeah. know if tori's like that but you know who knows uh next up uh nelson and angela are back together i don't know if you remember angela um you know very loud uh very rambunctious woman um loved to cause some fights and now they're dating again uh, they were on X's on the beach together, that TV show, and they're back. Nelson is just making the rounds, making the rounds these days. Do you think that, uh, you know, within the next five years, Nelson will find love and get married and be a, a one-woman man? 
No. No. I, I, I think Nelson will be sing. He'll pull, pull a George Clooney, but it'll be a lot more sad, you know? Like, <laughs> like, like a sad George Clooney version. I don't know how to describe it, but I just don't see him like <laughs> – I just don't see him settling down, or if he does, he'll fuck it up. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> he lo- he loves he loves the female species. Uh, on other news, uh, the "You Killed It" podcast is over. Um, it was a very popular challenge podcast, and they said we just couldn't compete with podcasts like the Tribunal. Um, they didn't say that, but it's over, and it's probably because of us because um, we're so good. <laughs> And last but not least, uh, we have a, a deet um, from one of our fans that I wanted to share. This is this, you know, the deets get some attention on the socials, and uh, it's really I always love when someone sends us some deets. And so I want to thank. I get, let me get this Instagram name correct. It's J, just the name, letter J, but the full Instagram name is Lick Three Y Three E Nine Two Nine. So totally not spam, um, and they shared a deed with us that Fessy is cheating on Amanda and Amanda you sh- I did see some uh tweets and some you know posts that that he's been cheating and that he's not faithful but then but then she's like he's not coming to Colorado where she lives but then he was in Colorado this week with her and pictures were taken I think it's fishy Danny I think that they're staging this like you know romance gone bad cheese cheating whatever just for some attention, and it's it's right up there, Ali. I totally agree with you because even Amanda took a, a long break from the show, which I was yes very, very happy about. Not a big Amanda fan, and uh, even then, she was always one of those people that was having like Twitter fights with other cast members. Oh yeah, I'm just like, well, what what's the upside here? And the upside is attention, I guess. So yeah, I could totally see them making this up. Old Freckles loves attention. She's all about it. <laughs> Freckle me. That's your deets. Jameson, MVP of the episode. Who the hell do you have? I mean, last week I gave this man the loser uh, of the episode. And this week I'm going to give him the winner only because, you know, he got called out. He went in and he won. I, I was trying to think of someone else that could be the MVP. It's, I'm giving it to Kyle. I mean. I don't care for him. I don't really think he's entertaining or funny. I think he had one moment tonight. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, I, I wrote it down. Uh, what did he say? Uh, like, he, he was screaming at everybody during the, the thing, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, they all want to eat me up. They all want to eat me up. I thought that was kind of funny, Kyle. So you get one little chuckle from me tonight, and you win the challenge uh the elimination and so you get my mvp uh but i don't really like it so i didn't really want to give it to you you know i feel the same way i also gave it to kyle and this just shows all of our listeners that we're pretty fair about the mvps and the losers you know yeah do we do we throw more losers josh's way than than other people probably if i can't make up my mind it's usually going to josh but i take the mvp seriously kyle deserved it tonight he went down there, he TCB'd, and, uh, you know, nobody else uh, deserved it. So what am I going to do? Copyright, TCB, that is Danny Price's. Don't fucking take it, okay? That was so good. 
Now, loser of the episode. Man, you know, as they say in uh, Philly, uh, you're going to go in the water uh, and fucking drown. Uh, I don't know. They don't say that in Philly. I don't know any Philly sayings. Um, but I'm going to give it to, to Ed. That accent, I'm going to miss the accent. You know, this is a big year for Philly accents. I mean, you know, Mayor of Easttown, Ed now on the challenge. They're coming up strong. Everyone is learning about them and, and seeing how funny they are. They are a fu- it's a funny accent, Danny. And so I'm going to be sad to see him go, but he was a dum-dum tonight. He didn't need to send himself in. He's so nice, trying to make everybody happy. Ed, I get it. I try to make everybody happy too. But guess what? You're going to get bit in the ass if you put yourself into the ring of elimination. The pole wrestling is going to get you every time. Um, so anyways, I'm giving it to Ed. You know, Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Ed, too. It was uh, two self-inflicted wounds that he did that led to him going. But you know how he was a nice guy or, or how you know he was a nice guy or maybe just dumb at the end? <laughs> As he's walking out, he's like, if that's how I'm going to go out, then that's how I want to go. Get an ass whooping, but I'll be back. <laughs> so It's like he had time to process the whole thing. It was like, yeah, that, that worked out pretty well. That worked out. Yeah. I've worked out. I mean, that accent is so great, man. What a, what a, it's so fucking good. It's, I love it. It's unlike, uh, unlike anything else. And well, I mean, every city has theirs, but I feel like it, it was under the radar for a very long time, unless you watched. It totally was. Tina Fey did it a little bit on SNL every once in a while, but. For the most part, it, it, it kind of just, yeah, it stayed under the radar. No one was doing it. Now it's popping up everywhere, bro. Having its moment. What can I say? You know? Before you know it, everyone's going to be eating fucking hoagies and going to Wawa. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to blow up, man. I love it. I will, I will welcome that. It's always, you know, it, it's grating, but it's music to my ears as a. <laughs> Let's go down to Delco. I can't do it at all. I wish I could do it better. I need to practice. I can feel my fiance. We're, we're, we're near a bunch of Philadelphians and she's in the other room. Probably like, you're just screwing that accent up. You're just butchering it. So I was going to say you're, you're in close proximity to people. I'm close. Every day you gotta, you gotta just soak it up a little more. You know? Oh yeah, man. I mean, the, I'm telling you the Philly cheesesteaks are insanity. <laughs> Until next week, that's it from the Tribunal. I'm Jameson. <laughs> I don't know what we were going to do. We did practice it. Oh, yeah. that's uh, Chris starts it, right? So I guess yeah, I will. Chris. Don't be a quitter. Don't be a layup. You, Jameson. You. You. I'll, you, I'll admit you. that I killed it, too. We both you. killed it. You killed and, uh, it. Next week, Chris will be back from his Icelandic vacation. He's probably kicking himself for taking in oh, yeah. breathtaking views over doing this with us. He missed a pole wrestle, his favorite. He loves pole. Adios. Adios, ladies.